Trump ceases federal funding of racist critical theory propaganda. Totalitarians and other assorted radicals in America and around the world are fervently hoping Joe Biden will be elected. Communists, Marxists, anarcho-communists, radical Islamists, trans-cultists, homosexual activists, fetocidal feminists, climate doom-mongers, and critical theory racists are cheering attacks on private property, public peace, historical monuments, and American founding principles, while spending their days until the election filling balloons with feces and urine to throw at police. They're hoping for a Kamala Harris-Joe Biden victory so they can strengthen their iron grip on American institutions and brass-knuckle destruction of our foundational principles. And BLM, Antifa, the Chinese Communist government, the Communist Party USA, and the Democratic Party are aided and abetted in their effort to ensure the election of Harris and Biden by sanctimonious never-Trumpers. There are many reasons for freedom-loving Americans, including those who find Trump's personality and tweets off-putting, to support vigorously the re-election of President Trump and Vice President Pence. Near the top of the growing list of reasons to vote for the Trump-Pence ticket is the administration's remarkable directive to the Office of Budget and Management last Friday to, quote, cease and desist from using taxpayer dollars to fund divisive, un-American propaganda training in which attendees are told that virtually all white people contribute to racism or where they are required to say that they benefit from racism, end quote. Trump issued this directive after learning that executive branch agencies have spent millions of taxpayer dollars on such training. The announcement of President Trump's directive makes clear exactly which leftist ideas will no longer receive taxpayer funding. And I quote from the announcement, All agencies are directed to begin to identify all contracts or other agency spending related to any training on critical race theory, white privilege, or any other training or propaganda effort that teaches or suggests either, one, that the United States is an inherently racist or evil country, or two, that any race or ethnicity is inherently racist or evil. In addition, all agencies should begin to identify all available avenues within the law to cancel any such contracts and or to divert federal dollars away from these un-American propaganda training sessions, end quote. Whether conservative federal employees are brave enough to admit it publicly, they are now breathing a collective sigh of relief. And the charlatans selling anti-racism snake oil and whose greasy fingers are going to be crushed when the federal till slams shut are howling and stomping their feet in rage. The Trump administration accurately describes these re-education sessions as divisive and anti-American propaganda. Americans are free to study racist critical race theory on their own time and with their own dime. They are not entitled to your money to promote their faith-based and arguable dogma to a captive audience of government employees. Now it's time for government schools to do likewise. Critical race theory is a set of debatable beliefs If government school indoctrinators want to present it to students, it should be studied critically 
as just one set of assumptions on how to think about race, with dissenting resources studied as well. Government schools have been promoting critical race theory for decades. School boards and administrations use state, local, and sometimes federal money to subsidize training in critical race theory. They use public money to pay for teachers to attend conferences, workshops, and seminars that spread the racist poison, which teachers then take into the classroom in countless ways. Schools hire speakers from a vast web of anti-racism ideologues, profiteers, and organizations that exploit public money, public schools, and captive audiences of public school students to advance leftist beliefs. Here are a few of the organizations whose resources your school districts may have wasted money on. The National Seed Project, that stands for Seeking Educational Equity and Diversity, founded by Peggy McIntosh, who wrote the influential Unpacking the Invisible Knapsack over 30 years ago. The National Seed Project has been used in public elementary, middle, and high schools, including here in Illinois, for years to indoctrinate teachers during professional development days. Teaching Tolerance, the public school propaganda arm of the Southern Poverty Law Center. The annual White Privilege Conference, Glenn Singleton's Pacific Education Group slash National Summit for Courageous Conversation. Singleton has looted public schools all across the country, including on Chicago's North Shore in Evanston, Highland Park, and Deerfield. There's the Social Justice Training Institute, the National Association for Multicultural Education. Here is their description of next month's conference titled Living Multicultural Education, Peace and Justice Through the Ballot Box and Activism. And I quote it, People need to vote! Exclamation point. In the spirit of fostering civil rights to ensure access to voting and education, NAME, that's the National Association for Multicultural Education, is partnering with Teaching Tolerance, a project of the Southern Poverty Law Center, to host a range of engaging speakers, panels, workshops, lessons, and participants from October 8th through the 10th. Key sessions will challenge anti-blackness and highlight anti-racist strategies to address our interwoven struggles for freedom with a focus on the role of education in fostering generations of those who labor for civil rights, end quote. That is to say, fostering activists, leftist activists. And then the last one is deep equity. Deep Equity is based on the writings of and was developed by progressive scamster Gary Howard and has been used by public schools in Washington, California, Arizona, Iowa, Minnesota, Kentucky, West Virginia, and Illinois, of course, specifically District 88 in DuPage County. Just this past January, one Arizona district ceased using Deep Equity after it was discovered that the district had spent over $400,000 on Deep Equity speakers, training, and resources that do nothing to help students learn. In an interview, Howard said that the 2016 election of Trump reminded him, quote, of the post-civil rights regression we experienced in the Nixon era. Once again, we have seen the political manipulation of racism, xenophobia, and white nationalism, along with a toxic mix of misogyny, homophobia, and religious intolerance, end quote. The hard-earned taxes of Americans should not be used to promote partisan beliefs 
that they find loathsome and destructive, like those of Gary Howard. Two of America's premier white peddlers of anti-white bigotry now have pockets bulging with greenbacks, plucked from the pockets of unwitting taxpayers. There's the infamous author of White Fragility, Robin DiAngelo, who charged the University of Kentucky $12,000, not counting travel expenses, housing accommodations, and meals, for a two-hour racial justice keynote and breakout session in March. Remember, University of Kentucky is a state institution. And then there's Tim Wise, who was paid $10,000 to speak at a Martin Luther King Jr. symposium at the University of Michigan just this past January, another state institution. D'Angelo and Wise are feeding the monsters who seek to destroy the capitalist system from which they, the hucksters, profit so handsomely. I wonder how D'Angelo and Wise would feel if the little monsters defaced and looted their homes while hurling obscenities at them and screaming, Death to America. The ubiquitous dissemination of critical race theory matters. It has been instrumental in the creation of the racist monsters rampaging through our streets. I hope all Americans, including those who will never have children, those whose children are grown, and those who hope to one day have children, realize that it is at least as important to cease spending state and local taxes on any training on critical race theory or that suggests the United States is an inherently racist or evil country or suggests that any race or ethnicity is inherently racist in public schools as it is to cease spending federal money on such propaganda. Does anyone think Joe Biden will retain Trump's prohibition of federal spending on anti-white, anti-America propaganda? Rhetorical question. Biden and Harris will reinstate immediately the funding that President Trump just stopped. And that's exactly why the totalitarians are voting for the Harris-Biden ticket.